on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realist sake of the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. Welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where you get to submit the questions. And we give you the answers. Now, you can submit your questions for the Q&A app episodes, which come out every Monday. Uh, one of a few different ways. The first way is... Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyfrasella.com. Or if you go on YouTube and you go in the comments section, you can drop your question down there in the comments section. We'll pick some from there as well. Other times you tune in, we're going to have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we put topics up on the screen. We talk about what's going on. We speculate on what's true and what's not true. And then we talk about how we, the people, are going to solve some of these problems going on in the world. Other times we have real talk. Real talk is just five to 20 minutes of me giving you some real talk. Then we have full length. Full length is uh, what you are used to on most other podcasts where we have a guest join. We're going to crank those up in 2024 for you guys. That's going to be a regular thing for us. And then we have 75 hard verses. That's where somebody who has completed the 75 hard program, which is the world's largest, most famous mental transformation program ever. Uh, and it also happens to be free. And it also happens to be the introductory phase of the Live Hard program. So if you want to know about that, if you're looking to get your mind right, get your body right, get your life right, go to episode 208 on the audio feed and get that for free, okay? I do have a book available on my website you can buy. It's andyforsella.com called 75 Hard. That book is getting ready to go out of print uh, I do have a brand new book launching on January 1st, so more on that soon. So we do have this thing called the fee. Uh, the fee is very simple. If you get value from the show, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, if you learn some skills, which you're going to learn, um, please share the show, okay? A lot of the things we talk about here are uncomfortable. A lot of the things we talk about here are not, uh, they are frowned upon on the internet, to say the least. So um, we need you to share the show if you want the message to get out, so I don't run ads on the show. You'll notice I don't take money from people to sell you shit that I don't even use. And I ask in exchange that you just do us a solid and give us a little share, a little share love. So uh, don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Yeah. Feeling good, man. We, uh, so this is our first year we're doing the little elf on the shelf thing. You guys doing that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Sal it, loves that. It's cool. Yeah. It's funny. But it's like, part of me also feels like I'm just like torturing a child, you know? Why? Because like you're fucking with their like their mental, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I tried to like tap in, like, you know Welcome like, to the show. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Man. It's like it's like I mean fuck, shit, man. man. Everybody fuck with us. Look at the shit they put on TV. Yeah. But then I think but that's the other thing. Like I think too, like, man, like how easy it is to convince kids of literally fucking anything. Really? Like how impressionable they are, man. Yeah. Most of those kids never grow up and they become adults that are easy to convince of anything. Yeah. That's some real shit, man. Yeah. So we, uh, you know, so I'm gonna try to keep it cool, but <clears throat> yeah, anyway, man. yeah, we got some good ones though, man. Yeah, uh, got got some really good ones, guys. Andy, question number one. Hey, Andy, a friend of mine uh, recently invited me to a TPUSA event, um, but I have honestly lost a lot of faith in the quote-unquote conservative influencers because most of them are just bandwagoners. If I'm being honest. I feel like they had a purpose for a short period of time, but I feel like that ship has sailed. What are your thoughts on conservative influencers at the moment? I think identifying with an ideology as an identity 
for anyone at this point in time is just playing into the strategy that the people who are doing the damage to society want us to play into. Mm. I think that people who strictly identify themselves as a Democrat or Republican or conservative or a liberal or right wing or left wing, I think people making their identity these categories that we are offered Mm. are the real cause of the destruction that's happening in society because when we identify with these and this, whether it be conservative or liberal or whatever side you identify with and we make that our identity, it makes it almost impossible to unify Mm. and unity is the only thing that's going to save this country, whether you like it or not. People say, well, I'm not unifying with that. Well, look, I agree. We shouldn't be unifying with the pedophiles, right? Yeah, like they, there's, they don't get unified. Yes. Like there should be a, a line in the sand drawn around common sense individuals. And those common sense individuals should all realize, okay, we may have some differences. We may have some disagreements. We may have some fundamental things that we don't see eye to eye on. But we need to work together because if we don't work together, the people on the other team are going to get their way, and that's going to mean bad things for us. And when we say the other team, we have to realize they have propagated and intentionally made it seem like, you know, the other team is other citizens. The other team is not citizens in the country. It's not your neighbor who has a Joe Biden sticker on his fucking car. I mean, he might be an idiot, <laughs> but he's not the enemy. Right. Okay? There's a difference. And we could say that about right. the guys on the right, too. Yeah. All right? For us to heal as a nation, for us to have a a true America, again, the people, the citizens, us, are going to have to quit identifying so hard with identities that they give us and start identifying with being an actual citizen, a human, and someone who represents the free people of the United States of America. And that's my opinion on it. And a lot of people will say, well, that's a libertarian. No, that's not. That's just another label. I'm a free human who wants to build a country that is in the interest of other free humans that benefits the citizens of this country, whether they have the beliefs of this or that or the otherwise. And there are lines in the sand where certain beliefs are not tolerated, like dudes dressing up as women and shaking their dicks in front of little kids. That's where the line is for almost everybody, in my opinion. And at least where it needs to be. Yeah. And we need to have... And an understanding of what this government should look like, what we should actually be treated like. And the reality is, is we don't need this massive, ridiculous government. The, the, the government that exists in the United States of America is the largest organization ever assembled in the history of humankind. All right. Our government should have police. It should have military. It should provide very basic essentials for society. And the rest of the shit should be free market. All right. That's what our country's supposed to be, and it's not. And actually, it's really far from that. And the idea of saying, oh, well, America is a free country is not actually true anymore. We talk about this every day. When the citizens of this country, when a citizen, and and by the way, it's most citizens, but when any citizen pays more money to the government than they get to take home for the work that they do, that makes them a slave of that government. And we have lots and lots and lots of people. In fact, the majority of taxpayers fall into that category when you add all the taxes up. So we've got to be real about the situation that we have. And it's not right or left. It's not liberal or conservative. It's elite tyrants versus the citizenship of this country. 
And that's what we're dealing with. So when you ask me, what do I think of the conservatives? I don't see the conservative influencers any different than the the liberal influencers or the left influencers. I see a lot of people who do not have an identity or anything going on outside of their identity as a conservative influencer who are working to sell T-shirts or get traffic to their page or trying to, um, you know, be relevant. And that's their relevancy. Mm -hmm. And that's not in our best interest as as citizens either. So. You know, this is why I don't go speak at these events. This is why I don't go to, quote unquote, I'm a pro-freedom human American citizen. I am pro-freedom. I'm not right. I'm not left. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I'm not libertarian. I'm a human fucking being that wants the best for the rest of the human beings. And I want some common fucking sense in the country. And I want to be left alone. I want to pay low taxes. I want to be able to go build things and prosper and get all the things that have been promised to me in the constitution of this country, which we do not have. That's what I want. And until people wake the fuck up and stop identifying with left or right, Republican, Democrat, and black, white, gay, straight, all the shit that is that is put down on us for the intention of preventing unity until we figure that out and stop doing that, we will continue to be abused by these people who hold the power. Yeah. That's reality. So that's what I think of them. I don't, I, I think a lot of these guys are just, they make things worse. I think they sensationalize things that, that should be discussed. I think that, you know, when we look at a couple different scenarios in the, in the country right now, and we look at, let's say, how big the censorship is, you know, you have to look at what they try to contain to understand what they're afraid of, right? What do they try to contain? What do they try to do? What are they trying to do? Well, they're trying to get us censored on the internet. So what does that tell you? They're afraid of our speech. They're afraid of our voices. And that goes for all of our voices. That's not just people who have a big platform. This is every single individual. If they weren't afraid of your voice, why would they come up with an operation like political correctness, which is the... Uh, abandonment of fact to not offend people with the truth. Why would that become a thing? Why would there be a social movement like cancel culture, where if you don't step in line with the the beliefs, we're going to take your business, we're going to get you fired, we're going to ruin your name, we're going to embarrass you publicly, we're going to we're going to we're going to hurt you. Why would they have this cultural movement of of uh you know silent majority? Why would they create nobility around silence? Why would they do these things? It should be obvious to anybody with a critical thinking mind that they're afraid of the voice of the individual. And you guys have been conditioned to believe that your voice doesn't matter. You believe that you have to be someone with a big platform. You have to have someone that has millions of followers or millions of dollars or somebody relevant or famous. The, the, that thought process that these, these people with massive followings are going to get it done is what's preventing it from getting it done. Okay, so there's that, right? So what are they trying to contain? They're trying to get you to silence. They're trying to keep you shamed. They're trying to get you to believe like you're alone. So what does that tell you they're afraid of? They're afraid of your voice. Your voice is the most powerful thing that you could have, okay? And then let's look at the second thing that they're afraid of, okay? Let's look at all the intentional division that they they promote around race, okay? Like, let's, let's just break this the fuck down, all right? We're talking about the pigment. The level of fucking melanin in someone's skin tone. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the level of fucking ridiculousness that we have been reduced to. They have, they, in their mind, they have gotten the peasant class to argue over something that is legitimately irrelevant. 
It's irrelevant. Mm-hmm. Okay. It doesn't matter how much fucking pigment you have in your skin. It doesn't matter where the fuck you come from. It doesn't matter if you're black, white, gay, straight. It doesn't matter, bro. We're all human beings. And they propagate all these uh, identities, left, right, black, white, gay, straight, blah, 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 all these identity politic issues because they understand that when people pick opposing sides, there's no discussion. And when there's no discussion, there can be no unity. And when there's no unity, they get to maintain control and fuck the rest of us. And so when we look at like what they do, and their actions, we should be asking ourselves, well, why are they doing these things? And what are they afraid of? And why is this, how does this affect me? And how should I behave? And the answer is, you should behave in a way that is the opposite of the way they intend you to behave. And they want all of us to pick sides. They want all of us to argue. They want us to go on the internet and trash each other and call each other all these names. They want us to go out and march against each other. They want us to fight each other in the street. And in reality, if we all just like hit pause, if you could hit pause on a pause button, And one person could speak to everybody at once. You could solve this problem in like five fucking minutes. Do you guys not notice what's going on? Do you not see this over and over again? Yeah, I understand. You guys might have different beliefs than we have. We have different beliefs than you. But at the end of the day, these guys are the ones making it hard on all of us. This is why, and if if you could give that talk to everybody at once... You see what I'm saying? This is why people like Martin Luther King were assassinated. A lot of people will say, oh, well, he was a Marxist. Motherfucker got everybody to unify, okay? And they killed him for it. JFK, why'd they kill him? Well, they killed him for a couple reasons. But the main reason was is everybody was behind him, okay? They're afraid of unifying voices. And if everybody can become a unifying voice and everybody can kind of look past some of the ridiculous differences that we may have and say, okay, look, these are below-the-line differences, we can get back to these later. Let's get back to these. But right now we have this problem. Right. And that's what needs to happen right now. But nobody's talking about it because nobody has any interest in talking about it because it doesn't get the clicks, likes, shares, and drama that is required to go online. I mean, let's look at what gets traffic online, dude. We got people, uh, you know, all day long with these amazing stories of overcoming and struggle and, and, and fight and then overcoming again who inspire us all. But what gets the views? What gets the likes? Oh, it's some hateful shit or some mindless shit like some dude uh, watch me eat 47 boogers out of my own nose, right? And 10 million fucking views, right? Right. Like the- Look at what they're encouraging. Correct. So like, dude, we're in a situation where we have to be smarter than what they're trying to propagate to us. And unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's happening. It seems like it's happening a little bit. I see it happening with our audience. Yeah. But the only way it's going to happen with our audience is if, uh, with everybody is if all of our audience listens to what I'm saying and executes it. Th- By the way, guys, do you not understand? This is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to get you to do the thing so that everybody else in your neighborhood does the thing so that we can fucking fix this shit. Like you're an active participant in what's going on here. You know what I mean? This is not just a fucking podcast, bro, that I do for fun. What a day to be alive. Listen, I come in here and do this because I want to solve this problem in a legitimate way. And you guys say, well, run for office. Running for office is not going to solve the problem because culture is what determines where the politics go. And right now, here, what I do here has much more effect on culture than me being elected into any fucking office. Okay? So if you want to know why shit ain't getting fixed, go look in the fucking mirror, man. Why are you not activating? Why are you not spreading the message? Why are you not talking to your neighbors and your friends? Why are you not having these discussions in your community? Why are you not getting engaged? 
Because the plan is there and it will work, but everybody has to participate. And by the way, I know a lot of people do. And for you guys, it makes me very proud. I see it every day. I'm not talking about everybody because every time I say something like this, we get all the comments. We're out here, man. Yeah, we are out here. But there ain't enough of us out here. There's a whole bunch of us listening that aren't out here. And we need to get out here. It's real shit, man. I love it. Guys, I need a question number two. Uh, Andy, I'm 30 years old and I run a successful company as a general contractor. From my perspective, I'm moving forward at a good pace, both personally as well as professionally. Um, But I witnessed myself struggling to take compliments and acknowledging my achievements because in my mind, I am nowhere close to where I want to be in life. I sense that you are also wired mentally like this. Uh, What advice do you have for keeping a positive mindset during this time, during these thoughts? I constantly find myself having negative thoughts because I feel like I haven't accomplished shit in the grand scheme of things. I think that most high achievers are wired that way. I think that most high, I think there's one of two ways high achievers are, are, are wired. They're either wired that way, the way this man describes, which he is Correct. I am also wired that way. Um, Even when people tell me good things about myself, I really almost just think they're full of shit. I don't ever really believe them, which, you know, has its emotional toll on me. It does. Um, And then I think there's other people who do everything they do for the compliment. And those people are also effective at achievement because they're chasing the next compliment because it's like gives them the the dopamine they need. It's like an internal. Yeah. So their their job gets done for those people as well. For both groups, the job gets done, but I just think it's how you're wired. I happen to be wired like this gentleman um, who has a very hard time. I have a very hard time believing or accepting any praise or any compliments of any sort. And um, it is because I feel like I haven't done anything relevant. I still feel that way. I still to this day and people think I'm full of shit or being falsely humble when I say this, but I still feel like I haven't done anything. I feel like what I've done isn't enough. And I feel like what I'm doing is so big and is so huge that like I probably won't ever feel satisfied just because I'm wired. I'm not wired to be fed a steak dinner, bro, in the cage at the zoo. I'm wired to be let free and go fucking hunt and kill. Like that's what I'm wired for, okay? So I don't stop to wonder if I'm doing a good job. I don't stop to think like, oh, and then when like someone says, hey, you're doing really good, I'm like, Bro, I haven't even fucking started. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's my natural reaction. And people usually, um, people misunderstand that. They think I'm either being a dick or they think I'm I'm being uh, falsely, almost like falsely humble or I'm fishing for more shit. Like, bro, no, I, I'm doing my thing and I haven't done my thing yet. And it's so big. You don't know what I'm doing yet. And I don't take compliments well. And, uh, you know, I, I think, I don't even know if there's anything wrong with that. You know, I have a I have a good friend of mine who t- said to me one time, he's like, Andy, you need to learn to be a gracious receiver, meaning I need to learn how to accept praise. I need to learn how to accept, like, people doing things for me. Like, another thing is, like, bro, how many times have you seen somebody pay for dinner with me? Never. It never happens. Never. Like, I don't fucking take shit from anybody. No. I don't even take money from ads because I'm so fucking, like, dude, fuck that. I'm fucking doing it on my own. You know what I'm saying? Do you, I mean, do you think it's a fear of like complacency almost? Like the moment you get the credit, it's like. I think there's some truth to that. I think there's truth to people who, t- I witness it. I see it all the time. I see people who start to read their own headlines or their own press clippings 
and then they get lazy and then they stop working and then they lose their shit. I've seen yeah. it happen. Yeah. So, um, you know, w- what do I have for advice? Well, if I had figured this out for myself, I'd probably have better advice. But since <laughs> I'm doing the same thing that you're doing, I actually choose to believe that certain people are wired certain ways to accomplish certain things. And just because you're wired that way, I don't necessarily mean think that that's that there's anything wrong with you. I think yeah. I think we deal we live in this society now where it's so fake and it's so overpresented as perfect that if you're wired even slightly different than what the socially acceptable norm is, you feel like an outcast, right? Because you're like, fuck, I know I'm not like these motherfuckers. Like, right. what the fuck's wrong with me? Right. But the reality is, is I don't necessarily believe that there's anything wrong with you. I think that, you know, there's certain people that are wired certain ways. And a lot of times our biggest gift is also our biggest handicap. So you might be a very you might be able to become a very successful business person because of this gift, but you might struggle in other areas. And nobody has it all figured out, dude. You know, nobody has this this you know, we're living in a unique time, man. We're living in a time where first of all, we have to see everybody else's lives every day all day because if we're on social media and we're usually on social media because it's a big part of our business. Okay, so we're out here witnessing everybody's quote unquote lives and we we forget that there are many other layers to everybody else's life. Nobody goes on the Internet outside the victim culture perpetrated by the predatory therapy culture that's happening on the Internet right now. Nobody goes on the Internet except except professional victims and tells you their shit. Those people over exaggerate their hardships for attention. But everybody else who's normal. Everybody else who's a, a regular human being, they're still presenting a perfect picture of their life. Yeah. Okay. And never in the history of humankind have we had to compare ourselves at that kind of a rate, right? Like people don't understand this that that are born with social media as a as a way of life. But like, you know, when I was growing up, dude, like you'd walk, you'd you'd be going down the street thinking you're just fine. You might see your your neighbor kid out in the street with a new bike you're like fuck dude tommy got a new bike i want a new bike right and there's like a fleeting sense of like jealousy or whatever right i'd be like i'll go steal it (laughs) (laughs) so so fucking you know but it's never happened no now it's in your face all day and it's not just material things like a lot of people shit on the material things i actually think the material things are one of the best things on the internet because they don't talk no shit all right i can just appreciate it for what it is that's some cool shit but dude, we got people presenting their family perfect. We got people presenting their mindset perfect. We got people presenting that they've got it all figured out. And let me tell you something, Relationships, dude. I mean, nobody shit. has it all figured out. It's a fucking yeah. lie. Okay. Every and dude, and then we got like all these entrepreneurs faking their shit. You know, like oh, I know everything. I'm ultra successful, motherfucker. Look, dude, I'm more successful than fucking 100 percent of those fucking clowns on the internet. And I'm gonna tell you right now, it's hard as fuck for me every day. Hard as fuck. Every day. It's been hard every day. And I don't anticipate that changing anytime soon. So, you know, we have to take all these things into account when we start to, like, examine ourselves. Because it's very easy for us to examine ourselves and say there's something wrong with us when we look around and everybody's got a fucking mask on. You know what I'm saying? Or everybody's wearing a costume. You know, like, like, dude. 
it may, dude, it makes me think like, what if that is the normal way, right? Because I think of it like this, like think back to like hunter gatherer days, right? Like we go kill a fucking mammoth. There's no like, there's not really any celebration. We just get to eat. There is no reward system outside of like it's, it's just what you did. It's life and death. Like, all yeah. right, when's the next one coming up? But now because of social media, we are indebted in this like reward system cycle that makes us think we're supposed to be getting some type of credit or some type of gratification from anything that we do. And so, like, <laughs> what if that mentality is how it's supposed to be? I, I, I don't think that there's anything that says it isn't. That's my point. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with being an extremely driven human being to where you don't really. I, I, I don't I don't think there, I don't think that's I, I think I think. I guess what I'm trying to say is. I think we often put labels on ourselves that are false because of the environment that we are surrounded by in that isn't reality like it should be in, in true human form, right? Yeah. If we didn't have technology and we didn't have these phones, we wouldn't see all this bullshit. And by the way, nobody would be fronting any of it either. Like, it, cr- it create social media and the internet has created a completely false reality of humanity. And it's very dangerous psychologically. And nobody really understood what it was going to create. Nobody really understood what the backlash would be. Like I said about AI... It was implemented and the greedy marketers and the greedy entrepreneurs took the shit and ran with it without ever thinking of what the implications could be. And now we know, okay? And it's fucked people up. And there's a lot of people out here with anxiety, depression, frustration, feelings of worthlessness, uh, feelings that there's something wrong with them like this person and, you know, even sometimes like me, like uh, all because we're presented with this false reality that isn't real. And I think it's important for us to have real discussions about the internet. You know, even, even the, there's just very little authenticity, man. And there's people all over the internet who are working to achieve a thing and they're willing to present whatever message and whatever picture and whatever uh, theme is necessary to achieve the thing without any regard of what the thing does to other human beings. Yeah. And um, when we compare ourselves to that, I think it's normal to feel that we're, there's something wrong with us. And I, I personally, like this, this person here, you know, you say, okay, what, what, how I deal with this? I, I would deal with it by continuing to go and kicking an ass and, and building a great life and being proud of it and accept your gift for what it is. You got something that not everybody else got. You have the ability to move forward without the need for praise when most people need praise every five minutes to even keep moving forward. That's a huge advantage when it comes to building shit. Like, I don't, I don't need people to cheer for me. I don't need people to clap. I don't need praise. I don't need to be told anything. I'm just going to fucking go build. And that's a tremendous asset for an entrepreneur to have. So the fact that you're in entrepreneurship and you have that skill set, I would say is probably a big bonus to you. Now, are you going to struggle in other areas of your life? You probably are. There's probably going to be situations that other people have that seem completely normal that you have zero interest in, right? Yeah. And you're going to be you're going to be looking around and everybody enjoys doing this thing, everybody enjoys doing that thing, and you're like, "Well, fuck, I don't enjoy any of that. I guess I'm fucked up." No, you're not fucked up, bro. You're just built for a different purpose. They are the lion that get, can be fed the steak. You're not the lion that can be fed the steak. You're the lion that has to be uncaged and go fucking kill shit on your own. That's a massive advantage to have in business and entrepreneurship. And I would take it for what it is. You got a gift other people didn't get. Uh, Yeah, you can acknowledge and give yourself a little bit more love and say, hey, man, this is what I actually did. This is what I've done. This is what I'm doing. And be real with yourself. 
but never lose that edge of having to, of being able to go without praise because I think that's what holds most people back. Honestly, I think most people, you know, like over the course of of my life, when I see people who quit whatever path they're on or change or whatever, one of the things that ever that that always comes up is, you know, nobody appreciated me. Nobody nobody showed me any recognition. And real talk, like I don't give a fuck about that, like at all. I don't fucking care. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah, it's nice sometimes, but. I don't need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think not needing that is a huge advantage. I don't think it means you're wired wrong. I don't think it's fucked up. People, the the world needs fucking warriors that are going to go build shit. Yeah. You're one of them. That's real shit. You know, uh, I, I think there's a lot to this. I think yeah. this could be a whole discussion for many hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I, I was I was over there trying to pull up the, the depression rates in like the last 60 years. Can't find it, but like I, it would be interesting to see. You know, if you lay that. Well, graph that's because chart. back in the day they didn't fucking call it depression; they called it fucking life. Exactly, but it was called saying. hard. That's what I'm saying. But, like fuck, bro. But, but bro, putting that graph on top of like the increase in technology. You how, know what I'm saying? Like and seeing yeah, how those. Listen, <laughs> listen, bro. Here's the truth, and I say this, and people take it out of context, and they get so fucking pissed off when I say this. But the real reason why most people are depressed, and the reason people have anxiety. It's because they don't have a real purpose in their life. They don't have a real mission to accomplish. Humans are mission-driven beings. They have to have something to build, contribute to, or be a part of. And when you sit online all day and you just scroll through your fucking phone and sit on your couch and order your Uber Eats and smoke weed or drink alcohol, dude, you're going to feel like shit. Okay? That doesn't mean you're depressed. It means you're not actively living a life. Okay, and this is why when you get the fuck up and you go out and go on a walk, you feel a little better. And when you get the fuck up and you go out and go on a walk with three or four of your people that you know, you feel even better. And you know when you feel even better than that? When you get those three or four people to go build something or contribute something or do something good for your community, you feel even better. So the more you live a life that humans are built to live for, the less depression, anxiety you have. All right. And, and the technology and convenience that we're all sold as the way that we should live now, because it's so convenient and so easy, we should consider who's telling us that message, yeah. who's selling us that. And what are they getting from that message? What do they get from our complacency? What do they get from our apathy? What do they get from our laziness? They get everything. And we get nothing. And that's where the fuck we are. So, like, dude, I don't actually believe, you know, for a long time, bro, I was on antidepressants for fucking a long time. You know, and when I fucking finally came to this conclusion, I'm like, this is bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is bullshit. It's bullshit. It's bullshit. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying you're not struggling. But what I am saying is the reason you're struggling is because your shit ain't hard enough and you're not applying yourself and you're not going and building, contributing and being a part of the human experience. And it's causing you mental anguish. And that's normal. And technology contributes to that. So we shouldn't be surprised that so many people say that they are depressed or that they have massive anxiety. What you really have is massive anxiety because you're letting your life pass you by without doing anything with it. That's what technology has created. I love it. Yeah. Guys, Andy, our third and final question. Andy, question number three. My boyfriend is a young entrepreneur and he's been diving head first uh, into all real estate. Uh, I know that grind sucks and there's a lot of days that are going to be hard. My question is in the early years of your journey, is there anything specific that you wish the people who supported you would have done for you or anything you can think of now? No, because 
everything that happened to me that was negative in terms of the relationships I had, the friendships I've had has made me who I am today and taught me everything I needed to know about people and life and how to operate with the way that I am wired, um, not the way that everybody else is wired. Uh, so no, I wouldn't change anything for me hmm. at all. Um, but I think that's not the real question. I think the question that you're asking is, how do I become someone who is, who is the biggest supporter of this person that I care about while they're on this very difficult journey? Is that fair? Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's what the question sounded like to me. Yeah. Um, here's what I can tell you. I can tell you that becoming an entrepreneur is indescribably hard. Um, and this is why I get so frustrated with the online entrepreneur marketing that we see on a regular basis from people who haven't really been down the path. It's incredibly difficult. It's incredibly hard. It takes every fucking thing that you have. It sucks all of your energy. It sucks all of your life. It's the only thing that you can really think about or care about. And that's reality. And, you know, when I think back about around the friendships I had, and I want to say this before I say this, I don't hold any hard feelings. I don't, I don't like look back at girls I dated and think like, man, fuck them or anything. I've, I've come to realize that certain people want different things in life and the people that, that I was with at those times wanted different things than I wanted. And, you know, in the moment you get pissed, right? You're like, oh, this person's a piece of shit. They're fucking with me or this or that. Some people never get over that. Yeah. But um, the nature of human beings is different. Like what I want is different than what they want or what you want or what somebody else wants. And when you have an entrepreneur who's going to go down this hard path, there's a pretty good chance that they're willing to do whatever the fuck it takes. And if that means sacrificing their relationship with you, then it means that too. They don't give a fuck. Okay. And that's a very hard thing for partners to understand uh, because truly driven people are wired that way. Like it comes and it, dude, there's going to be a lot of people with a lot of judgment when I say this, but it comes before everything. That path comes before everything for people because that's how much it actually takes to actually achieve it and that's reality and anybody who's ever fucking actually built something will tell you that's reality if they're telling the truth it comes before at least in the beginning at least in the beginning now there comes time later where you have family and things change and i understand that as well but the, so that's after work to get something off and 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 off the ground and running it's fucking everything and um one of the things that would have made it a lot easier on me was if the people around me would have understood that I was that committed, uh, they didn't always remember I was that committed. And so things like relationship drama or friend drama or gossip or partying or stupid things often got in my way uh, because the people around me did not understand me. They, they understood what everybody else was doing. They didn't understand what I was trying to do. And because I didn't even really understand what I was trying to do, a lot of time was wasted by doing these other things. And uh, I do kind of regret that a little bit, but not all the time because I had some great stories and I had a lot of fun. I experienced a lot of life, right? Um, but I could have gotten to where I'm at now a lot faster had I not had those distractions. Let me, that's what I want to clarify. So you're saying like there was things like, you know, maybe like like peer pressure, the guilt trip, like, yeah, but, oh, Andy, come out with yeah, us yeah, this but, weekend. But look, bro, you got to remember, I'm a different human being now than I was then. Sure. Okay, so, I'm a different human being than I was two years ago. Yeah, like after going through this shoulder surgery and this rehab, like I'm a fucking mentally hardened person now in a different way than I was. If you knew me two years ago, you don't know me no more. Hmm. That's real shit. Okay, 
10 years ago, it's completely different, right? <laughs> 15, it's completely different. Yeah. So, uh, you know, back then I didn't have the discipline or the ability to recognize that those things were costing me time, right? Or costing me effectiveness. And, uh, you know, I wasted a lot of time doing the things that were quote unquote normal because other people wanted me to do them. When in reality, I was never happy doing those things. It wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted to do. And it just made me, it almost killed my progress a number of times. So like, if I could go back and change anything, I wouldn't because I still was able to have a lot of life experiences, have a lot of fun. Uh, but I wouldn't have learned the lessons that I'm teaching to you had I not gone through that. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. So it was, it was almost necessary. Yeah, it, it necessary. for me, it was absolutely necessary. Yeah. And I, I think, you know, what this person, what this woman's actually asking is how can I support someone? Remember, or just realize they're fully committed. Um, and any nagging or any emotional draining shit that you do on him moves you further apart and further apart and further apart until he's gone. So uh, you try to minimize the nagging. You try to minimize the frustration. You communicate like an adult, not like a little kid. You know, no silent treatments, no guilt trips, real communication. That that would be extremely helpful for someone in that position. Um, you know, understanding that they are on a different kind of mission uh, for a different kind of life and trying to keep yourself from speaking to them in terms of reality and what everybody else is doing. That was something that always pissed me off dude like all these people would tell me like when are you going to grow up and get this you know you're you're eight years in you're not making any money yet like when's it time to throw in the towel you know what i'm saying like that shit is not helpful eight years in man that's crazy i know but people don't but but look dude everybody else was telling me hey man it's time to you know it's time to get serious you know this isn't this isn't panning out and I'm here like, I know I'm right on the verge, you know? I know I'm right over the next hill, bro. I'm going to be there. And and honestly, it, it alienated me away from most of my friend group because they could never see where the fuck I was trying to go. And it was always those kind... They thought they were being my friend. Yeah. They thought they were giving me a good talk. Hey, man, you're going down the wrong path of life. I knew I wasn't going down the wrong path. They just didn't understand what path I was on. And I think for a non-entrepreneur-minded person, it's very hard to understand that journey. If you don't have a parent or you don't have a family member or you've never been around it, it's very difficult to understand. So in my opinion, um, you know, trying to not nag, don't be an emotional drain, try to contribute, don't complain, don't cause extra stress, have real conversations like an adult, don't play games, uh, don't throw fits, don't throw temper tantrums because dude, those just move you further out of that person's life. That person will shut you the fuck out eventually because anybody who's going to invest that kind of time, energy and effort and pain into building what it is they're wanting to build, uh, they're willing to cut you out for it too. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just very important to remember, and this goes for anybody who's, who's in a relationship with an entrepreneurial minded person, they will eventually cut you out. And if you're an entrepreneur and you have someone who's in your life who's causing you all this pain and frustration and you're thinking about quitting, just understand that person will complain about you quitting the minute you quit, okay? So the minute, right now they're saying, oh, you're so busy, you don't have any time for me, you're obsessed, you're this, you're that, it's unhealthy. The minute you quit, they're gonna say, you're a loser, why don't you do something? You know, you're always fucking broke, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we always hang out, but you're not doing shit. 
That's the exact conversation that happens when you quit. Do not quit. Do not ever quit your fucking dreams for somebody else's. Ever. Do not ever, ever, ever quit if you're an entrepreneur and you're with someone who's telling you that you need to reevaluate or do. You're going to fuck yourself because the minute you quit, that person will nag you for quitting and all the other shit. Naggers nag, bro. They nag if you're doing good. They nag if you're doing bad. The reality is you got to find someone that contributes, that doesn't pull energy out of you, but actually puts energy in you. That's the ultimate 10 second answer. Find someone who puts or be someone who energizes the person. Don't be someone who takes energy. And that's, that's really what it comes down to. I love it, man. Love it. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yeah, guys, go pay a fee. Sleeping on the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bank road. Can't fold, just a no headshot.